TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. The Vikings game just ended. What you think? Let's hear it. It's Vikings Vent Live. Call us at 651-646-8255 or tweet us at Score North. Vent, this is Vikings Vent Live. After what I think Danny could be best described as a complete debacle, a complete meltdown, uh, worse than I ever expected. And, yeah. and here's the thing, okay? Let's start with this. This, the Vikings, by the way, there's 125 left. The Bears are going to win this game at 16-6 to Soldier Field. Vikings if something crazy field. happens, you'll hear about it from us. Well, you don't probably, need to watch the game and anymore. And you know what? With technology today, you're probably watching us right now, let's say on Periscope, and you're watching the game as well because it's sure. 2019. But I want to start with, with this because throughout the course of today's game on Twitter, I'm seeing people defending Cousins, but then or they're mad at Cousins. And then if they defend Cousins, they're like, well, what's he supposed to do with this offensive line? Or, yeah. they're, or they're mad at the coaching. So let's go with this one. Let's not blame anyone. Let's blame the entire team for how crappy they were today. No let's, one on the team deserved yeah, to, no one on the team deserved to win. Today. Don't defend Cousins. Sure. Don't defend the line. No. Don't defend the coaching. It was all well. I guess I could say this word, but I'm not going to. What's a nicer word? We're not on it FCC regulation. It was today. all crap. Okay? It was terrible. So it was garbage. So let's start today's show, unlike the flagship would, or un- unlike potentially just diehard Vikings fans would. Let's not be. Let's not be mad at one person, Danny. Let's let's be mad at everybody because you should be. If you're a Viking fan. There should be no one you defend, and you should be mad at this entire that that game today. That performance is embarrassing. It's a complete joke. Cousins can't hold on to the football. The offensive line, which we told you, you know what? Here's the thing. Okay, here's how people get fired, and this occurred to me uh, throughout the course of today's game and watching Khalil Mack just absolutely destroy Cousins and the Vikings O line. Yeah, how people get fired is when they sit in their office after seeing Riley Reef last year against Mack and say. Left tackle's okay. Yeah, that's he can you, get that done. That's how you lost. You lose your job in April by not addressing that then. So, Rick Spielman, you're to blame too. Mike Zimmer, Gary Kubiak, every last one of you. That was embarrassing. That's absolute garbage. That is absolute crap. And so, I am not for absolving anybody or or defending anybody today. Stefan Diggs fumbles the ball there's and no, then yells on the sideline, well, dude, hang on to the football. might help you out. Judd, there's no defensing today's loss. There's there's no positive spin on this game. There's nothing that I can say and to defend the Vikings. Exactly. Kirk Cousins' numbers are going to look okay because Kirk Cousins put up numbers in garbage time after the game was out of reach, which is exactly what Kirk Cousins does time and time and time again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The guy's a fraud. I, well, and that was proven today. Though, every, and yes, and, and yes, 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 yes. This wasn't this wasn't though. like the Green Bay game where you could legitimately say that forty three of the forty six active players deserved to win. No, all forty six of them deserved a loss today. That's how yeah. bad this team was. It was an embarrassing effort. As Kirk Cousins continues to pad his stats late in the game with passing yards mm-hmm. because that's the only way he can get it. He can't hang on to the ball. I, I have a lot of questions about this team as, as under the leadership of Kirk. And you know what? The play calling wasn't great either. I, what was that two-point conversion play? Awful. It's, that was terrible. That's something that needs to be addressed because, yeah, right now they're down by 10 and the game just ends right now. But if you have a better two-point conversion play drawn up, maybe you have a chance. Maybe the, it, it doesn't finish out the same way that it does. But what a joke, man. And it, the game has just gone final. The Vikings lose 16-6. to So they fall to 2-2 two and two on the season. 
season. The Bears improve to uh, three and one. If you would like to reach us throughout the course of today's show, Vikings event line, uh, you can certainly tweet questions or comments, and uh, Declan will read those. That's at Score North. If you are so inclined as well on Twitter, I'm at Jay Zolgad. And Danny's at Real D Cunningham, but um, if you want to get something out there that Declan can read, uh, tweet us at Score North, and you can also uh, comment in the section on the Periscope telecast as well. So Vikings lose sixteen to six. I mean, and yeah, we, and, and we've got plenty of comments in the the Periscope comment section way, already. If you want to get to those, we've Mitch, got a lot of those that I can pull up. Mitch and Trubisky, if you want to see your your name on Declan's computer, just tweet there. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky gets hurt. What four plays in? Five plays in? I that, I don't even remember how many it was. It was early. And Chase Daniel basically picked apart when he needed to your defense. Explain he was that. better than Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trub- well, the explanation there is Mitch Trubisky's just not very good. Sure. Like that's not, just what it is. Chase and how, how does your defense look that you can't again, you can't give up the touchdown to open the game. That opening drive touchdown, we know what the offense's problems are. Yeah. They can't be behind. Yeah. The and, second you're behind, you're probably dead. Now, this is no way to live life. I get all that. But this was listen, you picked your poisons. Like, you sat there in April and didn't address left tackle. And you said that a rookie center and elf line shuffling to left guard was going to help you. And you, so you picked this, you picked this lot in life and now it's screwing you. And that's your fault. Yeah. There's, there's no question about it. They have no one to blame but themselves. And listen, Vikings fans should be mad about this game. Yes. This is not a game that you can take away anything from and feel good about. There's, there are no positives from today. You've, Put yourself in a significant hole in the division. You're going to be in last place in the NFC North. You're in la- you're a last place team right now. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to look at it. And you went into Green Bay and, and, and lost twenty one nothing and had every opportunity to come back and, and win. And I would argue, I would argue that with the performance that you should have had today, you could have won today too. It feels hopeless, but it shouldn't have been. The first half pass, the shot to Thielen. Much like the second half pass on fourth down to Diggs was completed, yeah. that long shot to Thielen has to be completed. How different is the game? How different is the game if that's a touchdown the way it should have been a touchdown? Like there's no, as I said at halftime, Danny, there's no wiggle room here. Everything that that we say should work has to work. Yes, you don't have the ability to be a high flying Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that didn't work, but that's fine. Come back and get them next series. Mm-hmm. Everything that we tell you needs to work. You have to have work, and when it doesn't. I mean, you gave up the touchdown to start the game, but ultimately 16 points. Again, you should be able to win games. And not even just the fact that you gave up the touchdown to start the game. You gave up a touchdown drive of seven and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. Your offense had two possessions in the entire first half because the defense that's supposed to be among the league's best, one of the elite defenses, a defense that can lead you to the playoffs and playoff victories, couldn't get off the freaking field against Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Well, and, and... Not to mention the fact that going into today's game, okay, think about this. You got done defense. The Bears' defense did you. Yes. Like, the Bears' defense embarrassed you. Mm-hmm. Akeem Hicks, their outstanding defensive tackle. Knee injury. Took the day did off. Did not play. Nichols, starting defensive end. Hand injury. Did not play. Took the day off. Linebacker Roquan Smith. Personal, really good player. Took the day off. Personal And issues. they still embarrassed you. That's my point. Think they, about, they were without, yes, I understand Cleo Mack still out breaks. there. But it's maddening to yeah. watch this. And everything, what the hell are you doing? Everything before the game that could have gone in your favor went in your favor, and you still got embarrassed. Yeah, and this goes back to, as I said, a- after the, the Green Bay game, and don't, give, don't, uh, don't even bring up. 
I dare you, bring up the Oakland game to me. I will come through that camera, and I will personally punch you. You bring up that <laughs> Oakland game one time, because that's an awful team to play better today, but that was an Oakland embarrassed itself, okay? Yeah. So this goes back to what I told you guys after the loss at Lambeau, which is right now your expectation should be that this is a, if you can make the playoffs, you should feel fortunate. This is nothing more than a, if you make the playoffs, you can feel fortunate. And again, I blame everybody. I All blame right. the quarterback. I, bl- I blame play calling. I blame the defensive side of the football. Stop somebody on, on that first drive. The stat that they gave on TV was what? The oh, Bears, the uh, the Chicago Bears in their last 12 games, Thank they you. have scored, not touchdowns, just scored, period, on three of their last 12 opening possessions. All three have been in games against the Minnesota Vikings. They've won three straight games against the Vikings for the first time since 2012. It's not a good thing, folks. Now, the question I want to ask you is, how hot is the temperature in that locker room? How hot is the temperature in that front office, in that coach's meeting room get this week? In, in what in what way? Because the I mean, people are it, in the locker room is going to be hot. Because it uh, should be. I, I saw a tweet uh, from Chad Graff, and I was texting back and forth with Collar about this as well. That at one point before the late game padding and, and touchdown, which by the way nobody gives a damn. So congratulations, you scored six points. Um, Diggs was yelling on the sideline in the vicinity vicinity of Stefanski. And Rudolph evidently went over there and calmed him down. And by the way, I'd like to say this. I'm glad that Kyle can still do something for this team because it's not on the football field <laughs> and it's not on 4th and 35. Um, but I think, the, I think the temperature, Danny, in the, in the locker room right now is extremely hot. I think guys are probably very mad. And somebody said, well, it's not Cousins' fault. Well, that's not the point. They, they won't even torch Cousins. But if you're paid that much to be Diggs, if you're Diggs or Thielen, and you're paid that much. Yeah. And you're simply not getting the football. You don't care if your quarterback is uh, Kirk Cousins, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, or Case Keenum. Yeah, it doesn't you matter. You just want the football. Yeah. So this is not a, they're turning on. This is not a necessarily public turning on Kirk Cousins. This is a public turning on. Why the hell am I here? Mm-hmm. What's the point of my services? You're paying me this money for what? And anybody with decent offensive stats at the end of today's game got them because they padded them. Yes, that's... so they're, they're they're not legitimate statistics. Yeah. Declan, any good tweets so far? Well, we got a few so far. Uh, What is out there in the offensive line, and why didn't we address it in the offseason, which is a theme that we've probably heard for a long time here in Minnesota. The the offensive line wasn't addressed in the offseason, in part because they wanted to retain Anthony Barr for a lot of money, which you can make an argument that it was worth it. I I don't know. Um, Other than that, I don't have a good answer for you as to why it wasn't addressed. Well, that's partially why. Yeah. That's partially why. That's my answer. you also mistakenly... Because you were most concerned about your interior of your line, you also mistakenly thought that Riley Reef could hold up at left tackle. He can't. But, but people get fired because they don't sit down and say, we are in a division with Khalil Mack, and so that's a problem? Yeah. So what can we do? Like, we now need we now need to cut bait on one or two of Zimmer's favorite defensive players, perhaps, to get a left tackle because we've got to be able to block Khalil Mack. You don't do that. That's how you get called into um, Ziggy Wolf's office and ask why you didn't, and you then are you know have your key card taken away. Yep. How upset do you think Ziggy Wolf is right now? Oh, I bet he's six shades of. Oh yeah, I bet he's very <laughs> upset. I saw him in Green Bay at was it halftime, and he was really upset. I believe that. Well, and I mean he was told you know thirteen and three. You're told Kirk Cousins is going to be the guy. You're paying him, and uh, and I know it's not as much now, but the day that you paid him. 
I believe you made him the, the richest quarterback in at the, the time that day. first fully guaranteed contract of that amount of and money in NFL too, history. You're a fan who allows who I think does a pretty good job of allowing your football people to make decisions. Yeah. And, you know, my dog Stella could have watched that first <laughs> half and said, what are you people doing? If she could talk. Spencer wants to know if there's what's your thoughts on Garrett Bradbury so far and if this performance has improved at all in, in, against the Bears. I know there is one where he was he hiked the ball and the guy just went right by him. And then he turned around and tried to run after yeah, him. Yeah, he's, just, he's getting uh, bullied. Garrett Bradbury, not great. I'll be fascinated to see the pro football focus grades on him today because it can't be good again. No, and I think it's also unfair. They, they brought this kid in and basically said, you're a first-round draft pick, so be good. Mm-hmm. You know, and... The problem, you know, if you're playing Atlanta, which in week one was awful, or Oakland, which in week three, you can run block really well. You can't really pass protect, but you're playing at home and it works, right? Yeah. Delvin Cook finished today's game with 14 carries for 35 yards and a long of nine yards. And Not so great. now, you know, now, now you can't pass protect. Now, if you're playing the Bears in Chicago, you can't run block. Nope. So what would you say that you do here? Jimmy wants to know, what took us so long to start running the hurry-up offense, plus the quick passing game gets the ball out of Kirk's hands and slows down the pass rush, and why did the Vikings not do that more? That's a great question. I have no clue, and I'm guessing that, that they're going to be asked that post game. And the other thing is, the more, and this is going to sound really pathetic and really, really sad, but I'm dead serious, the more that you put Kirk in a position not to think at all, the better Kirk is. I called for the short passing game all week as a key as to how they could negate this Bears um, pass rush a little bit. The hurry-up offense, it's clear that they look more comfortable. Now, that being said, they looked better doing that because the Bears' secondary kind of relaxed. Like, they played off. They weren't playing as aggressive as they did throughout the course of the game because what was the purpose of that? There's no need for them to be aggressive when they're up 16-0 with less than four minutes left. You just don't want to... You're going to allow a touchdown at some point, but you want that touchdown to take, like, four minutes, which it did. What disappoints me too is is you're down. What was the score at uh, at halftime? Ten nothing. Okay, you're down ten rip at halftime, and, and we talked about this on the uh, on the uh, halftime vent line edition. It felt like yes, it felt really bad. Like the game felt bad from from a Vikings perspective, but it still felt it still was within reach. It was winnable. So come out there in the third quarter mm-hmm. and just absolutely throw down and and come out and play great defense, and more importantly. Come out and have ideas on offense, and I don't mean I don't know if that means uh, coming out in hurry up or what, but have different ideas. Yeah, and that offense in the third quarter looked feeble again. Yeah, it looked absolutely feeble. Scott Zimmerman wants to know why does it take a quarter for this defense to get going? We obviously saw that against the Packers. I don't know if we saw it against the Falcons or the Raiders. No, the Falcons and the Raiders they got off to, to really good starts, but I but mean both. Games, yeah, both the, road the road games that they've played they haven't. Yep, absolutely. And these games, here's the thing. Oakland don't don't weigh it at all. No, like that's a triple A team. Really, Atlanta. Atlanta was Atlanta's one. Atlanta's got a worse record than Oakland right yeah. now. Yeah, so they lost to Tennessee so today at home. So let's look at where your calling card has to be. Absolutely has to be strong defensive starts, and you have to get off to a really good start defensively, and you have to shut a team down because you know that that your offense is probably going to have hiccups and some struggles. Um, and that's a great question, and I don't know, but it becomes. It becomes very hard to defend Mike then. Yeah. Yeah. As far as trying to be pro Mike, it, it becomes very hard 
when when because this is all his idea. His baby is we're going to establish the run. We're going to pound the football. We're going to keep my defense off the field as much as possible. So when they're out there, they're going to be fresh and fantastic. It becomes it becomes more and more difficult by the big game to say Mike Zimmer is absolutely the right guy when you see these things going on. At what point do you worry about Mike Zimmer being fired during the season this year? It would have to come way more unglued than this. I'm not even close. How much more I'm, unglued? I'm not even, because I'm not even there yet. Let's 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 take a look at the rest of their schedule moving forward. They've got New York next week. Yeah, they Say got, that, I mean, that should go well, but Daniel Jones has looked really, really good in his first couple of starts. He's been terrific. I think that you would have to have literally you guys all hell have broken loose by December. I don't think he gets fired before. If, if this goes completely to hell, I think you're talking because Childers got fired after they got embarrassed. They got waxed by the Packers at the Metrodome. Mm-hmm. And that was in November 2010. So and Brad was Brad by that point was having problems across the board. Yeah. I mean, he he cut Randy Moss and didn't tell the Wilfs. So Mike would have so. I find it hard to believe that Mike is going to be fired during the course of the season, but you would you would have to have it all just break down, probably beyond our our wildest dreams. Interesting. What's wrong with Xavier Rhodes? Chris wants to know not playing like the Pro Bowl Pro Bowl cornerback this season. I just and it's, I, and it's getting more exposed. I think as we've, as we've I I don't think Xavier down. Rhodes is the same guy he once was. I I don't think he's as athletic. I think the injuries have taken a toll on him. I think I think Xavier Rhodes is cooked, man. I think that he has. Lost a step for sure. I, he also, again, I think it was on a pass that was completed with Mike Hughes out there. He also, as he seems to do every week, came out for a brief period to today, went back in. I think there's an argument to be made that he's cooked and to be made that that he has probably not been fully healthy for two years now. Yeah. But at that position, you're not going to come back and be like, I'm mir- miraculously healed, right? <laughs> no, you've got to be the you're best of the best athlete to do that. Yeah, and so, uh, so yeah, the, the drop-off in play there has been apparent. And the guy that we saw two years ago who was really an all-pro type of player, not just Pro Bowl because yeah, he was one of the best. the Pro yeah. Bowl, but he was an all-pro <laughs> type of corner, shutdown corner. Unfortunately, I think that guy's gone. We got any more ducks? Yeah, we have a few more here. Randy V wants to know: Tank for dr- better draft position? Am I doing it right? A little early for week four, but is it something to be thinking about? I mean, when this you're this season? expensive, you can't think about tanking. When you are tanking, this, gets everyone fired. Tanking gets there everyone. Can't be a plan. If you're tanking, you're these guys aren't going to be around to see that come to fruition. And plus, they're not bad enough to tank. No, like, they've I got too much talent. I think they're going to beat. There's this league is is littered with awful football teams. I'll go back to what I've been saying for. Although I don't, I don't product. know that their schedule is littered with awful football teams. New York hasn't looked awful the last couple of weeks. They okay. should still Keep win that then. game. Keep going, then you got a home game, I'm sure, next after that. Then Philadelphia. That'll be interesting. That'll yeah. be a very interesting game. Detroit has not been awful. That's in Detroit. They almost beat KC today mm-hmm. at home. Yep. Washington's awful. I'll give you that. Yep. Kansas City, not awful the on the road. Washington game scares me because that's a national TV Thursday night game. Yep, and it's it's going to be all about Cousins and Cousins. Do, Cousins does not do well when it's all about him. And then you go to KC, then you go to Dallas, not awful football teams. Then Denver, not great, but then Seattle, Detroit, LA, the Packers, the Bears. You don't have a lot of awful football games on the schedule. For Judd. being two and two, we we really right now can say. That it feel it it feels as if when the Vikings have had an opportunity to establish an identity uh, through these first four games, mm-hmm. that they have failed woefully. Yes, that they have absolutely failed. Oakland, I don't care. 
Atlanta, as you said, played terrible th- that day. And they the Falcons just flat out might not be that good. Um, but when you look at the Green Bay game, the Green Bay game of today really g- gave you an opportunity, I thought, to establish here's who we are at least. Yeah. Even if they lost today, I said if you if you play this right, I might come away and be like, "Well, you lost, but you passed hurt. the eye test, right? But you passed an eye test. They came they nowhere failed. near. They passing failed an eye, test. an eye test today. Someone wants to know on Twitch: Could you fire Stefanski and give the job to Kubiak? Is that a scenario you could see being played out? Judd, I'll, I'll let this one up to you. I, I don't know enough about that dynamic to have well, a real informed opinion. I think you could give a better answer than I. Stefanski is technically so Stefanski's calling plays, but it's Kubiak's system. Um, I think that you would. I don't think that you would fire Kevin. I think that you, if you did this, would very quietly just say, "Gary, it's your show totally now." Yeah. Kevin, just be quiet and and help, Collect help your out paycheck. behind the scenes. I don't. I think. I think Zim likes Stefanski. Sure. The the thing was, DiFilippo was basically probably came close to being insubordinate because mm-hmm. you know Mike kept telling him run, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to." So I don't <laughs> think that Stefanski gets fired. I. I think that very quietly, though, it would be very simple to reassign the play calling duties totally to Gary yeah. and have Kevin still be there as a filter. Uh, but if they did that, they would try and keep that pretty quiet. Sure. Yeah. So I think that's probably what would happen. But here's the problem, you guys. Does this does any system work with an offensive line against good defenses when the line is this bad? Like, I have questions about no. play calling as no, well. No, it doesn't. But when your personnel is this week up front, because we know that you can run against mediocre to bad teams. Yeah. And Dalvin Cook can for sure. But against these, you know, against the Bears, you just can't. And, and so this game, uh, to our point from earlier in Ventline, Danny, this game I think is perceived by us completely different if Kirk can hit Thielen on that first half throw. Because it's probably a touchdown and it changes. It changes, it changes the whole dynamic. complexion. Yep. Exactly. Chad wants to know if the Vikings do lose the Giants next week, does Zim get fired? Is there? I guess. I, I guess no. I would say just percent. What well, about a percent chance? I know it's probably too early to do it, oh, but just a hard no. One percent. One percent chance. It's really Loyal early friend to Chad fire who coach. In show. It, it's it's really early to fire a coach after what week five. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I think you got to wait until at least midseason. If you okay, so let, but let's go down this path. For, All right, I love I, you. Love firing people. Let's more say than Zimmer. Anybody. Let's go. I don't see it happening, but let's say Mike gets fired. Okay, the logical guy then probably to take over the team is Kubiak. Yeah. Who I don't even know if he wants a coach, but let's just say he does. What's he going to do to put lipstick on this pig against good teams? There's n- there's no cure. I mean, there's no because left- Riley Reef is still your left there, There's no cure because your offensive line is still a mess and your quarterback's still a sham. Yeah, I mean, there's just too many problems. Yep. So your offense, I don't think there's anything that you can do. In, in fact, in fact, okay, the last two years, a year ago. Filippo tried to pass. Mm-hmm. Cousins in shotgun. It didn't work. Yeah. This time now it's, okay, we're going to run. We're going to try and run, 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 and then we're going to take some shots. And against a very good defense today, it didn't work. Yep. So you've sort of explored all your options now. You're out of options aside from starting to replace the personnel, and guess what? We're four weeks in. Mm-hmm. You can't replace the personnel. Who are, you, who are you going to get to fix? Because this personnel ain't it. And, there, and you know what? Kirk Cousins. You're limited in what you can do. Kirk Cousins is going to fumble because that's what Kirk does. Oh, my goodness. Kirk Cousins is going to hold the ball too long because that's what Kirk does. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley Reef, you know, ain't going to wake up tomorrow and be able to block Khalil Mack or guys like that. Yeah. 
A lot of problems. Great question here from 44 Johnson on our Periscope feed, which, by the way, you can tw- you can put in comments on Periscope. You can tweet us at Score North. Leave comments also on Facebook as well. We'll uh, we'll get to the best ones we see. Uh, what is the biggest issue on offense? The following: Kirk, the O line, or the play calling? Which one is the worst? I know all of them kind of go hand in hand, but to you, at the end of the day, which one's making the biggest biggest difference? I think it's the offensive line right now, and then very closely followed by Kirk. I, I've i been outspoken in not thinking Kirk Cousins is good, but he doesn't have a chance at the time being. Now, if he had a chance, he would be the biggest issue because he still wouldn't be good, but you can't expect him to be really good at this point just with, with how bad that offensive line is. It's difficult to think he's just going to be the guy that can go win you a game when he doesn't have time to do so. Now, that being said, even if he did at time, I don't think he'd be getting it done. He He's not a franchise-type quarterback. The Vikings overpaid him. They made a mistake with that contract. But I think the offensive line is the biggest problem on this team right now. Judd? And every one of Kirk's warts gets shown up now. He holds They're magnified. The yes, he holds on the ball too long. That's a problem. He is fumble-prone. And by the way, has been since the day he got in this league. Yeah. It's magnified. There, there was one fumble by Kirk today where it literally looked like a basketball play where he was just giving up the football. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he was doing. But, yeah, this whole this whole thing is so screwed up right now. Yeah. And, and you know what? Again, they'll play, some, they'll play a team that's not as good as Chicago, and we'll try to say, oh, it, it looks like it's getting better. But the reality is it's not. Nope. To win a Super Bowl, to win in the playoffs. Forget Super Bowl, to win, in, you've got to beat good defense. Is there teams. any scenario right now in which you can foresee that this team wins a playoff game, Judd? No. No, I to, I'm, tell, I'm telling you the goal should be, the goal now, if you're a diehard, should be can they – get to the playoffs just to lose does trading for Jalen Ramsey still make any sense double down on defense yeah I mean that's that's your only hope right actually it does it makes more sense now than ever now now there's probably you also could say you could say well they're probably sort of cooked like they might make the playoffs but they might not but but they're in that that sort of in between Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're Spielman and Zimmer and you are if you're up against it, uh, job security-wise, as they probably are. The Jalen Ramsey scenario, to go back to that, is the one where you say, because you can't give up points. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. You gave up 16 points today. Again, 16 points, you should win the football game. Mm-hmm. But if Jalen Ramsey w- was in your secondary, would the Bears have how many that points first have touchdown? You, how many points do the Bears score today? I mean, and the one thing I do have to really give the defense credit for is after that fumble on the first play of the third quarter by Cousins, they stood up and they forced a field goal. That yeah. was their biggest win of the day, was that possession where they I, – I don't know if Chicago even gained positive yards on that possession. That was the biggest win of the Vikings' defense today was that one. But if you had that guy at cornerback now – How does that change the equation? And, and, Rhodes is, and Rhodes is gone, are you now down to you give up six points? Maybe. Because you could probably win that game if you give up six points. You then kick the extra point, you probably go win seven to six. None of it's ideal. No. And it's all ugly, but – but the point being is, if you wanna, if you wanna get this, if you wanna, if you're Mike and Rick, you wanna assure that when uh, New Year's Day 2020 hits, that you're still employed. Mm-hmm. That might be your, that might be your option. And what could be the best uh, handle on this Twitter and Periscope? Ten thousand beers says Judd. Tell us there's hope, please. Judd, talk to me. Is there any hope for this Viking season right now, Judd? Not against good teams. No, you lost to Green Bay. You lost at Chicago. No, no, you should. There is hope that this team, this team has taken the mantle, as far as I'm concerned, of the wild. 
Oh, the Furious Rallies. The Furious Rallies. The furious they, rallies. they did it in perfect form. You know what? Kirk Kirk is the perfect wild player because when he's up against it and it's crunched and, and it's crunch time in the sense that the hope is lost. Who is better than Kirk Cousins? Yeah, he puts up phony stats. And at that point in time, he looks competent, and the Cousins defenders... I mean, this is very wild-like, right, you guys? Oh, totally. This is them. He'd hang on to the puck But it doesn't much, mean so. anything. <laughs> yeah. But you end up... Here, here's where you know, I think, if you're a fan, here's where you know that you're done. If you grow to despise the home team. And what we saw today was despicable. Yeah, it was terrible. That was, they deserve... Indefensible. A, when there was when they went for two and you thought, oh my goodness, could they onside kick it now and come back? And the onside kick wasn't half bad. What you should have been thinking as a Viking fan was, I sure to God hope not, because they don't deserve this. No, they yeah. don't deserve this. They're not. They, they didn't. No one on that. No one on that roster deserved to win today. It's not a likable team right now. It's not a team that that you can that you can say, man, look at that fight. No, it's a it's a bunch of BS. This yep. was a despicable performance by a team that's becoming, unfortunately for them, more despicable. Do you see the, uh, Holden wants to know Holden Ryder at Holden Ryder ninety eight and tweet us at Score North. Thank you for his answer. I'm sure. Bad. I'm sure the ten thousand beers. Ten thousand beers. I feel bad. And probably the ten thousand and one beer. Are we talking ten thousand surleys? What are we talking? Yeah, okay. that's true. The beer does matter. Move Holden on. Ryder wants to know: Do you see the Vikings drafting a quarterback in next year's draft to play uh, to play once the Kirk Cousins contract is over? You've got to think about it. At the very least, who's I guess how high? Who's dra- who's drafting him? Is Mike? I mean, I'm not. I don't listen. You need a franchise quarterback. And you're not finding one most likely after the first round. I think if you don't trade for Jalen Ramsey and don't trade that first round pick for something to help you now, I think you have to start looking ahead to the future and maybe it becomes that quarterback in round one. What do you do if if Rick and Mike stay long term? And I'm going to throw this out just thinking out loud, Danny. Mm-hmm. What do you do though? Do you try and just draft a quarterback and say we're going to plug him in? And because because they've got to admit they can't find like they can't identify them. They just don't do a great job. No. So do you plug them in on a rookie salary, hope for the best and then pay the guys O-line defense? You know, part of the Cousins conundrum now is the 28 mil um, per year or what, what, three years, 84 million dollar contract. Yeah. The conundrum there is it's eating at the salary cap. So do you if you keep Rick, do you tell Rick, I understand that you really can't do this, like you're just not good at finding a QB. So we're gonna try and find one on a rookie contract um on the cheap, and then and then we're gonna plug in the positions that we can find that we know that you can identify. I don't know that it is not being able to find one. I'm more so concerned that they could find the right one, but I don't think they develop him correctly. Well, that's my my. Point, I think though, that's what system. it is. I don't know that it is even they can't find the right guy. I but think Kirk it's Cousins they, is giving them what they could get right now from a guy they took in the third round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like Deshaun Kaiser at times. This hurts to say, but I guess my I guess my end point and question is: Do you literally accept the fact that you're probably punting on the most important position, arguably in all of sports? Because if you keep those people, you know that their ability <sighs> to develop. That player and that position are not very good. I think they got to go then. Yeah, that, and you could be right. I, I but other than Teddy, a... who's a question mark, you know, Rick oh, starts. I miss him so much. Rick starts with Christian Ponder. <laughs> yeah, you know, it starts with Ponder, and then it goes to that completely blew up and didn't work, and then Teddy got got hurt. That's unfortunate. And now you've got Christian Ponder three You just tripped over. Yeah. That was complete. But that moving blind on luck. from him was the right decision. It was, but it was also blind luck. So that that was not. Don't ever come to me sure. and say they found Case Keenum. No, Case Keenum was in the uh, um, the bin, the used bin at a garage sale, 
and you got him and like for one year he was mint condition and you were ecstatic and then yeah. you said that's it. Yeah. Jeffrey on Facebook says yes. there's no way the Vikings can win the division. 0 and two already versus the NFC North. Wild card is their only hope. Would you say the wild card is probably the most likely path to the playoffs with the Vikings now in last place, right? In the NFC North with today's loss. Lions. Yeah, welcome to the last place Vikings show. Through four I mean through week four weeks, Minnesota Vikings are now in last from? place. And a meat of their schedule. I mean Sack they had the Minnesota. Giants. They have yeah, the Giants next week, Minnesota. but the, it gets tougher, obviously, as it goes on. Yeah, Danny gave you the schedule. He's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm on record as saying after week two, if you can find a way into the playoffs, feel good. That's a wild card team, right? That's the definition. Yeah. I of mean, it. you are a lone in last place. If the, you know, there, there's just, I can't, I can't paint you a picture under which this team now pops up and finishes first, given how we've seen them play in key games. And, and then what Declan just brought up with the record, he's, you know, that's exactly right as well. From uh, from the um, follower of ours, but yeah, there's I can't torture this into a division title. I'm just, no. I'm just, I'm saying if they make the playoffs as a wild card, you should be happy. That's throw, what throw a party. Yeah, great uh, tweet here from three fourths geek, which I can totally understand the ratio there. Uh, what was more disturbing today? The Vikings offense, Zimmer's inability to prepare for a big game, the officiating. Or oh. Romo's blatant Bears fandom. I, okay, watch it, buddy. I, I would also watch that. But those watch three, it. Tony Romo is Tony's great. Tony is great. Tony was the best quarterback. He just in that gets excited, today. man. If you were Romo, and you were forced to watch the Vikings today, I would have bashed them left and right too. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would tell my new contract when Tony gets his new uh, CBS deal for probably ten mil a year. We'll include a clause. As long as that current structure is with the Vikings, I never have to work a Vikings game again. How, if you're a Vikings fan, how can you not side with Romo? I mean, this this was disgusting performance. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is not this is not a time to defend them. This is not a time to this is a time to allow your fandom to go yep. lash out, lash out at this team. Be angry. Be yeah. Be ticked off. This is a good, more of a bigger, broader question from Greg Greg Bueno. He says, "Was the most important play of the game?" The hit that took out Mitch Trubisky. I think it was. I don't. I think listened. about this. This is a really good well, question. Is, I've been calling. I've been calling Trubisky Mitchell Ponder for weeks now. The guy is just not good. Don't He's you guys? Don't you guys think that the main topic right now on Chicago Bears post game shows? Oh, that's hot. Is the fact that they have found their new quarterback? They don't have the guts for him to. You're going to have to bench him. They don't have the guts. You're going to have to bench him. As I said. Halftime. Although Matt okay. Nagy, Bears have the balls. You you got to bench him. So Trubisky's had a sling on in the second half. At that point, I would be surprised if he plays next week. Oh, yeah, he'll if be he's got a sling. And then I believe they have a bye week after that. And then if you get, but if, if so, if you win next week, then you have the decision making. I, I right? think I believe you're in London They're against in London. the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. So when it if, should be a win if Daniel play if Chase Daniel plays a good game in that game, then you go bye, and then when you come back. You've got your new quarterback. You've got it. You got. I'm interested team. to see if they do it. I mean, they missed on that pick. They could imagine how good that team would be if they had Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun well, Watson. But they. But you know what? The kid today played a uh, longtime backup, Saints backup, played yeah. just fine. He picked the Vikings apart. That's still a decent defense. They're supposed to be allegedly yeah. right. For that's the fourth. Uh, he's only has four starts since 2010. And by Chase Daniel. Uh, back to the question: the officiating. But this is a league. This is not. Today's it's not crew. a Vikings thing. It's not a Vikings thing. It's not this crew. This is there is a flag now on every bleeping play, and it's it's just, the product's not good. Judd, we have a tanking hashtag in the Periscope comments. Let's hear hashtag hurt for hurts. Hurt for oh 
Hurt for Hurts. Yeah, they want to hurt Dal- for Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah, and by, by the way, that does get us back to the point that um, what Dalvin Cook went out or was supposedly. I think uh, Tracy Wolfson reported at some point in time during the fourth quarter of the game that Dalvin Cook was out with a right quadricep injury, but then he came back and played. But I'm sure he'll show up on the injury report for uh, next Sunday's game against the Giants at MetLife Stadium. So that's going to be more bad news. And uh, Stephon Diggs didn't talk this week at the podium during oh, the boy. week. Yeah. He also uh, did not talk today after the Vikings lost to the Bears. He uh, has to be fuming. Well, he also padded his stats, though. Remarkably, after he melted down to, and by the way, this bothers me. It bo- Listen, Stephon Diggs is a good player. He should get the ball consistently. But I call, I smell a rat. When mm-hmm. a guy melts down, and then and then Captain Kirk is getting the ball to him constantly after that. Captain Kirk. No, but don't you smell a rat there? Oh yeah. He melted down, and then and then he was the recipient of garbage time crap. So Stefan Diggs. Well, I mean, someone has to be with Stefan Diggs though, who melted down, was targeted seven times, caught all those passes, one hundred eight yards along of uh, thirty nine, made a very nice catch on a fourth down play, but also coughed up the ball on a key turnover in, in the first half when the Vikings had, I believe, two possessions. Just for context, gentlemen, Adam Thielen, six targets, two catches, six yards. Oof. My touchdown team is not happy about that. Thanks, Kirk. You'll get over it. Think so about that, that. That's more selfish. Um, Rudolph had one catch for 12 yards, which, of course, came on that hilarious <laughs> fourth and 35. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph, the guy you want to A lot of yak uh, involved. Here's 30 Kyle. yards okay. after the catch. And guess what? The Thielen stats are a talker. But here, here's another talker as well. Mm-hmm. Irv Smith, one catch for five yards, and that came early. Yeah, why didn't they – they didn't try to – he was only targeted that one time. They didn't try and get him involved. He, he had a big week last game. week. I thought that he'd be a big and part of their offense again. I was wrong there. Wouldn't he fit in perfectly to that game plan too? You would think. Short passes, stuff like that. Irv Smith should have shined today. The fourth today. down pass that went to Kyle needs to go to Irv Smith. Third down, yeah. Or, yeah, third down. I'm sorry. Third down and 30-plus. That's right. At 5x5 five five on Periscope wants to know, is there any scenario besides injury where Sean Mannion plays? No. Maybe to take a knee at the end of the game if they're winning. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, That's and, the only other fact, scenario. In fact, I believe he I came think in he did that against, against Oakland. Uh, Oakland, yeah. Yeah. No, but is there a way – is is there – Because they don't want to mess up Kirk's rushing stats. They're not going, they're not going to uh, bench Kirk Cousins. No. The only way that as Kirk, unfortunate as that sounds, the yeah. only way that Kirk Cousins get would get benched if, is if Zimmer and like Spielman were fired, yeah, and they brought in somebody else for yeah. No, Kirk Cousins will not be benched. Jack uh, Lapisto on Facebook asks, "Can they bounce back next week at the Giants?" Uh, this is a simple question. They, they can. Will. They will. Oh, I wouldn't go there. They I can. Think they will. I think they will. They can. I really think they will. I think I, that, they can. Um, and let's also say they better. For their sake, they, they better. They can. I'm not saying What's they What's the Giants' will. pass rush like? That would be my other question. Not like it was back in the day. I can know that. Yeah. Uh, not like the Bears, but you know what? They have a better quarterback than the Bears do. And, yeah, true. But Dalvin Cook goes back to being probably fairly effective against them. Today he was... You would hope. He was not effective. Yes. Kirk Cousins, can, there's no promises he goes to be an effective. They can definitely especially on the road. Well, they can definitely bounce back. But what I would say is don't let that influence you into thinking that things are fine. Laverne, I believe it's Laverne's Wren. I, I, reading is hard always for me. Uh, yeah, you could, struggle. 18 on the ACT, really shining. That's right. St. Cloud State, go Huskies, woo. Could we trade Diggs for a good left tackle or maybe Jalen Ramsey? The NFL trade deadline is exactly one month from today. And I think the good left tackle he's probably talking about is Trent Williams in Washington. Yep, we've yeah. gotten a couple of comments about him. Oh, wow. There. Imagine that. And Stephon Diggs in Washington. And Diggs wants what to go to Washington. What would that be like? Okay. 
here's my question to that. So here's my question back to that question. Given the circumstance of things right now, it sounds good. Mm-hmm. But you've got then you've got Thielen, yeah, um, Johnson, and Treadwell. Until uh, this is a no. This is there's. I you've got two this. really good receivers, but your margin for error after those two good, really good receivers is non-existent. I keep saying this. There's no necessarily good end to this story right now. No. <laughs> How does this story end? Well, it could end with people being fired after the season. I'm just saying I don't think Mike. Zimmer gets fired in season, but if you fire, if you go, if you fire Mike, I think you're going to have to fire Rick too. I think so, yeah. Because you know they're for what they wanted to do that the offensive line thing, and people will say, well, they drafted Elf Line early, and obviously Bradbury in the first round this past April. Yeah, but you know, again, you sat there at some point in time after the Bears game last year when Khalil Mack, as Collar likes to say, literally picked up Reef and moved him, yeah, like a piece of furniture. Uh, and you said to yourself, that will do? That's, that's, that's on you, Chief. You can't just say t- that head coach is gone and to blame for that. That's No, that goes way above Mike uh, Zimmer's pay grade. That goes up to Rick Spielman. So. Yeah, I think they got a clear house. Uh, Kerry 2 on Periscope says, uh, for the Vikings' next few games, Giants, Eagles, Lions, Redskins, Chiefs. Vikings go 1-4. That puts them at 3-6. and six. Would that pretty much crush the playoff hopes if you were 3-6? and six? Yeah. You're done. Yeah, three and six. Yeah, I'd say three. I'd say three and six in this division probably means you're going to finish in last place, wouldn't you, boys? The way it looks now, yeah. I 100%. hate to say it, but Detroit. I mean, is better it's, than I it's thought. honest. They lost today, but they're better than I thought. They 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 lost today, but they didn't look bad in their loss today. The problem too is, can you see any scenario in, in that Kansas City game where they compete? No, I can't either. Uh if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Oh, okay. That's the scenario there. With a healthy Patrick Mahomes no. and a Chiefs defense that certainly can be leaky. So it's not like the it's not like Cousins in the Bulls Yeah, against be. good quarterbacks it can be leaky. Well, but Dalvin Cook they could have But like even, even I last week you stopping Patrick Mahomes. Though. Even last week they shut down Lamar Jackson until it was garbage time and the Ravens came back and made it look close when, when it wasn't a close game and he's another quarterback like Kirk that struggles to throw the ball in tight windows. The show is a Vikings vent line you can reach us uh, through various forms including uh, Declan will read your tweets to at score north and you can comment on our uh, Periscope uh, telecast slash broadcast as well. I'm Zolgad Cunningham Declan Goff taking your questions and producing. Simon Tiki asks, would you consider the Lions to be the best team in the NFC North right now? No. We haven't seen the Lions. I can't do that. I can't say. I can't go that Isn't far. Isn't that amazing? But I will say I don't know who the best team in the NFC North is right now. I'll go there. I'll say I don't know who it is. I know it's not the Vikings. I know it's not the Lions. I don't know if it's the Packers or the Bears. It's one of those two teams. It's not Detroit, not Minnesota. Well, it's Detroit, Chicago or Green know, Bay. Detroit's been surprising. Uh, I don't think that the division – has a great team, I think it's very solid. I agree. So I don't think that you're looking at one team and being like, that's the Super Bowl team from that division. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's a very solid division. And it might be, top to bottom, it might be the best in the league. Yeah. But that doesn't mean there's one Patriots-type or Chiefs-type sure. team. There's there's no runaway favorite. Right. Yeah, we're reading all your comments on Facebook and Twitter and as well as Periscope. Uh, reading a couple more here. Uh, 10K beers also weighs back, and he doesn't want to trade Diggs. If the Vikings yeah, I don't had, blame him for that. And, and if the Vikings, if I guess what happens if Stephon Diggs requests a trade? I mean, you, do you have to pretty much honor that and try to get him out? No, heck, no, no. He signed. He signed here. Um, but if you, although do, what happens in the locker room? Well, 
that's going to be dicey now, no matter what. Yeah. Because there might be underlying resentment at Cousins, but the thing that is going to allow people to explode and get mad is just the overall ineffectiveness of this team. And look, here here's your biggest, your two biggest concerns, as far as I'm concerned, right now are one, the receivers. Thielen's going to be livid. Yeah. Kyle is as well. He shouldn't be. Just be quiet, Kyle. <laughs> but Diggs, you know, Diggs, Diggs knows that he padded his stats. Mm-hmm. So the, concern one is... And had a fumble. Yeah. So concern one is receivers being upset. But concern two, and this is very real, is defense turning on offense completely. Yeah. Because they're, they are going to say, well, we gave up, we gave up um, a touchdown early on Chicago's first drive, but we gave up 16 points. 16 points, if the Vikings had any offense at all, should win the game, right? Yeah. And, and to backtrack to the Packers game, they gave up 21 points in the first quarter, but the third touchdown came on, guess what? Wait for it. A Cousins fumble at the Packers, 33. So that was really 14 points, short field. So, And I've seen defenses turn on offenses before. It's not pretty. And that's going to be, I, I think, goal one if you're – Zimmer is going to have to be to sort of guard against that because you are going to start to say, we're a really good defense and, and okay, we gave up an early touchdown, but we gave up 16 points and you guys got six meaningless points. Yeah. Be interesting. B young eight, eight, two, one on Periscope asks, do you think players continue to back Kirk? Publicly, publicly? Yes. They're not going to turn on Kirk publicly privately. I don't know that continue is the right word. I don't even know that privately they are right now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right about for, that. For it, to be continuing, you have to do it right now. And I don't think that's the case no. privately. Publicly, it's going to continue to be the case because these guys are professionals and they realize what they say is going to be heard by everyone and made into a story. So they're not going to publicly bash their quarterback privately. My guess is Diggs. All bets are off. My guess is Diggs uh, did not talk on Wednesday of this week or last week and then he did not talk post game today as much because of his perception that the play calling's terrible. Yeah. And he's probably mad at the line. Mm-hmm. Because in in Diggs's mind he's also probably thinking the quarterback has no time, right? And Khalil Max embarrassing our left tackle and this is a complete joke. Uh but it is the dynamic is when the defensive players will start to take shots at offense with things like we're doing our job, it'll start subtle and grow more frontal. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think as far as publicly ripping Kirk, I think that that happens when Kirk is gone from here. Yeah, and you know, in three years, you talk to Diggs, and he's like, "I have no idea why we signed that guy." Nope, don't think it'll happen now. Dutcher eight nineteen eighty seven on Periscope asks, or more says, reset and blow it up after the cousin era ends. Spielman gone, Zimmer gone, and the question here is, what's your reset plan? I know this is probably a hard question to answer right now. But what would be a Reset plan that you would like to build in. This pains me to say this, Judd. Freddie Kitchens? No. <laughs> Freddie had a good day today. Do you lure him out of Well, he'll be gone by then, so yeah. Freddie yeah. had a good day today. Okay. See what Miami's doing? Losing on purpose really well. That might be your reset plan. You've got a lot of people that you can trade away for draft capital. It might be time to trust the process if this doesn't work who's your out. Next, who's your next... Um, and I'm looking for philosophy here, not necessarily names... GM coach tandem. Uh, coach doesn't matter because he's not going to survive to see it through because Wolf won't let that happen. GM matters. Um, I don't have a great name for it, but you need someone that's willing to 
make some tough decisions and someone that's willing to tear things down and sit through a lot of losses because it's for the good of the franchise. The Cleveland Browns did that, and it got them to the position where they were today. Now, they don't have a ton of players left over for them, but they had a lot of draft capital that they turned into a lot of the really good players that they have now on offense and defense. The Wills don't have the patience to do that plan. I don't see. I hear what you're saying, but they don't have that patience. It's difficult for me to see the other avenue because you need to find a quarterback, and you this defense is going to get older and more expensive, and you're going to have to reset on that side of the ball too. This is going to be it. It, This defense is this current construction right now mm -hmm. defensively is going to start to erode as far as guys leaving after 2019. Yeah, you are one piece away from being really good. It just so happens that piece is the quarterback position. Well, I, I, you're you're line, more than yeah. one. Your gotta, offensive line needs help, too. we got to pick on this line a but lot, But that, that quarterback position matters, and you're not going to find the, the quarterback that you need with the defense as good as it is. It's, it's just not possible. I think the reset in—I think now what you're going to see when they do reset it is a, a new a GM and a coach, b- both with offensive tendencies— yeah, because the re- I think that's the way the league's heading. You have to. right. Well, and w- Mike was hired in what 2014. Yeah, he got the job back then because Rick basically said, "I give up. I can't find a quarterback. So let's get one to stop QBs." And the league at that time had Rodgers in Green Bay, Cutler in Chicago, mm-hmm. Stafford in Detroit. Yep. And keep in mind, 2014 and 15, that idea sort of worked, but year after year after year, the rules continue to morph towards what mm-hmm. offense, 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 protecting the offense. So I think that what you're going to see next is is the reset button not hit to purposely lose for a long time, but they're going to try and find a guy who can find a quarterback yep. and, and then have a head coach who can coach that guy out. That's yeah. my guess. Chris Smith weighs in and with all caps just says, Dabo Sweeney. Actually, you know the guy. Dabo and Trevor Lawrence coming out in 2021. Yeah. What it, that would Oklahoma's be something. Oklahoma's got the hot guy now, though. Lincoln, right? Well, he was the hot guy last year and didn't want to leave. Uh, no, but somebody's going to get him. The but Wills, you know what? The Wills will pay any. I will say this for them. They don't care. They'll pay whatever it takes. If he were going to leave, I think he would have left to coach Baker or Kyler because those were his guys at Oklahoma. But what about when the money keeps shooting The Browns would have paid him. And get, no, I know, but I'm the saying The Browns would have paid him. But whatever the Browns And said, you know what, Judd? The next team might go higher. The University of Oklahoma has deep pockets, too. But if he has success there, and then you uh, and then you appeal Oklahoma to University. his and then you, uh, the, yeah, and then you appeal to his the um, and then you appeal to his pride of you can do this in the National Football League and come get our quarterback. And anyway, I'm just saying that that th- those uh, names all make sense, but I think that's what you're looking at. I think you're looking at the next shot by the Vikings being we're going to get people that can find offense. I'm I'm just going to read this out of self self love, but uh, Dane's a Curdo Cadoro uh, weighs into the show and says, if you could pick between Kirk, Teddy, or Case, which one would you pick now? I mean, all things being equal, it it's a difficult question because it is Teddy difficult. is still a, a question mark with his knee, but and and we are jaded it with Kirk because of his contract situation. He's not terrible. He's not good. He's not terrible. He's just not worth the contract. It's the same thing we do with Andrew Wiggins on the basketball side of things. He's not awful. He's just not worth the 100 plus million dollar contract that he signed. So if all things were equal, you probably say Teddy, but it's closer than you think. We're we're just jaded because of the contract situation that Kirk has. Um my answer is I will take the one that accepts my one-year $12 offer. $12 or $12 just, million? $12. Okay. $12. I don't want to pay you anything. Like that's, if I'm going to admit – My point tonight is if you are going to just admit we can't find this position, 
Therefore, we're going to pay our defense really handsomely. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we're going to pay our offensive line handsomely. Yeah. Everyone else gets paid because you don't. I, I would go to Kirk, I would go to Case and Teddy and say, I have one year and 12 bucks, which means you're playing 16 games for less than a dollar a game. Whichever one wants to play in this league, take this contract because I'm paying everybody around you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm only half joking when I say, should the next plan be to get a young quarterback? And yeah, he's going to screw up, but if he's making nothing, I can pay everybody. You know, the, that was the one nice thing about Case Keenum. It was cheap. He was incredibly cheap. And so you could have now. Now the problem and and why they were right not to bring him back was he wouldn't have come back cheap. Yeah. But if you could, but if you could have said, hey, I'll give you, I'll give you fifteen dollars, I'll give you sixteen dollars, dollar a game, but because that's going to allow me to do things. So yeah, it's tough to. But if Teddy would come back, you got to pay him on the bye week too. Yeah, but if Teddy would have come back for nothing, now I take Teddy back for nothing. Sure. But you're not. I'm not going to pay you. Spencer wants to know: was this was this game worse than the Bills game from last season? No. no, because Buffalo was awful. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Buffalo was awful. Um, the Bears are actually pretty good, at least defensively, and they had a real quarterback in today. So no, this is the Buffalo was awful last year. No, I'm going to try to put this as nicely as possible. The Bear, the uh, Bills game last year, you no know, showed at home and, and embarrassed yourself. This game, you were feeble and embarrassed yourself. And on the road, yeah. But I think they wanted. I think the Vikings had decent intentions today. I think it just looked like they stunk. Yeah, I agree. The Bills game was embarrassing. Yeah. The Bills game and the Colts game under Zim at U.S. Bank Stadium are the two most embarrassing games because the players just didn't show up. Yeah. A couple more here. Could uh, Kirk Cousins retire like Andrew Luck? I don't know if that's asking a legitimate question or if that's more of I think that's wishful thinking. Yeah. That's wishful thinking. And you still got to pay him the dead money. Yeah, it's not going to help. Right? So that that will not help you. Yeah, taking your calls and tweets – on no calls. No calls. We were going to have is, calls. We were going to have you call Declan's cell phone, cell phone number. We're going to try that out. Phil Mackey, if you're watching from wherever you're eating at a restaurant right now, we're going to try that out maybe uh, for, for next Sunday. He's he's out to dinner right now. Hope call Declan's cell. Call my cell and we'll might be able to. Uh, yeah, 651. Don't do it. You, you know, Mark uh, Myron Medcalf did this when I produced for him once. He gave out my cell phone instead of the studio line. Luckily, oh, so people have it. Luckily, good then. Luckily, just like my dating life, no one called, so it didn't really matter. Um, 651. My Dex. Actually, we'll take calls, and then we'll, we'll hold the speaker up to the microphone. It'll work That's right. Uh, Chris Johnson says, Kirk sucks. Give me Uncle Rico. I think Uncle Rico, though, plays in Jacksonville. He, uh, he led a game-winning drive with less than two minutes in Denver today to move the Jags Would to 2-2. Two two. Absolutely. Give me Gardner Minshew. Everyone's going to oh, go for great. him as Halloween, right? I would. I can't grow a stash, but I would. Which offensive system is better for Kirk, Judd? This year's or last year's? Neither. It's a great question, actually. Well, all right. I I think it's this year's based on the fact that it gives him a better shot to succeed against bad teams. There were games last year where I thought against bad teams he looked bad. I think I like the fact that they're treating him in 2019 with the acknowledgement <laughs> that that he that he has very limited talent. If that makes sense, yeah. You know, they're treating him with kid gloves. DiFilippo tried to treat him like a professional. Yeah, and he's now being that. treated like 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 he has to be coddled a bit. He's got kid he gloves. They put kid gloves on. They did, but when you're playing Chicago, guess what? The kid gloves come off, and you just get punched right in the right in the kisser. Yep, and they got punched. This is a great uh, quote here from Chad Graff of the Athletic, a friend of Purple Daily. We're this is from Adam Thielen, by the way. We're just as frustrated as every fan in the state of Minnesota. We are more frustrated. We put everything we have into the offseason. We grind every single day. And then to put up a performance like that is so frustrating. It's unbelievable, period, end quote. So you can, I mean, obviously we can't hear that question, but you can, the, 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 the anger level in the Vikings locker room is obviously, I think, starting to boil over. Yeah, it should be. Right. 
It should be no question. There's no reason it. to be happy. Why would you be happy in a locker room? And the today? problem is, they know against good teams, there's no answers. Nope. There's no. But you know, Thielen. To, what was that I gave you guys for catches today by him? I got like right two right. for six yards or yeah, something. Two like for six yards. Yep. Not, so not he great. Should be six off. targets, two catches, six yards. And I do wonder. Long of six. That means I, his other catch was for zero. And I do wa- wonder when it comes to like him and Diggs, and I think Diggs caught a couple of these. But you know where were the slants? Where were where was the quick passing game? Was it blown up so quick? It was just impossible. No, I don't think it was called enough, Judd. So I, I don't. You know that's the only that's your only hope there. Yeah, when well, the game mattered. A little bit of follow up to that Thielen quote. Chad uh, was asked, or uh, Chad asked Thielen was at, when asked how difficult it was to find open space on the field. He said, "Quote: I didn't feel that." Thielen said. Oof. Yeah, so he's saying I'm open. That's he's saying but, I'm open is right, essentially but that's what he's where saying. This, so, and that's where this sort of starts. Yep. Where guys exactly say where stuff like that, which means I'm open and I'm not being found. Yep. And I think he's always felt that way. And I don't know if he's always right or not. But, um, yeah, there, there has to be frustration. And Diggs walking out post-game is, you know, tantamount to basically saying bleep this. Mm-hmm. A little bit off the cuff, but show. how high does Kirk rank on the list of worst free agent signings? And I don't, he didn't say Minnesota or nationally, but let's just go with Minnesota. How high does Kirk Cousins rank on the list of worst well, free there, agent signings? There was that Japanese baseball player. Shioshi Nishioka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Parisian suitor didn't work out. I, would, I, don't, I don't know if I would call them like, I don't know if I put it the worst contract. I would, put, I would say this one is Well, they're is terrible worse. contracts because of the length of them. Correct. Like, I hold that against, and I, I still enjoy, you know, I still thought in, in the Wilds case that they, they took a great gamble there. The contracts, in retrospect, are ridiculous. But, you know, as far as not delivering on what you expected, you know, it's a very it's, there. it's a very small list because clearly this has to be guys who busted who were paid a ton. Yeah. So it'd be Cousins, um, Parisi, Suter. Wiggins. That, that was made for Stanley Cup Finals, not playoff berths. Wiggins. Wiggins. Well, yeah, and they didn't even have to. That was just – that's not like a guy you brought off. Joe Smith. Darko Milicic. Yeah, the, the wool. I don't know. The wolves, wolves. have the wolves. We could Joe, we could turn this to a wolves vent line pretty quickly. Well, Joe if you Smith want to was signings. cost him a draft pick. Yeah, cost him no, cost him pick. several draft picks because uh, KG wanted him here. Mm-hmm. Chad wants to know is Kirk's career over as a starting quarterback after this contract? No, he'll start somewhere, but it won't be here. Yep, I would agree with that. Look at the amount of bad quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll he'll find somewhere to start, but yep. it, it won't be. Uh, no, I don't, for the Minnesota I don't think he'll get paid again. No, but he'll like, be a he'll be a he'll turn into a journeyman. Do you think he'll go somewhere on a two year contract, maybe? Next time? Yeah, maybe something like something that. Like Not that. guaranteed, I can tell you that. Oh no. Got uh, more? Yeah, a couple we'll, we'll go a couple more here. Daniel Smith says where, all night. where is the blitz package with a backup QB? Why are we not blitzing when they are getting torched trying to cover? Because yeah, that's I don't know. Yeah. I don't have an answer. X, X and O's. Dan, Danny actually played football. I tried I did actually tried out for guard. They cut me after day one. It was crazy, but Danny you didn't make it as an offensive lineman. I didn't even shocked. make it as the water boy, dude. It was it wasn't even an Did option. Did they keep in the me. same game plan essentially that they had for Trubisky? I don't. I I mean I didn't see enough of Trubisky to set. know what changed. Well, the game plan for Trubisky would obviously be a little bit. Cons- you tried to fluster him, but you'd also be a little bit concerned about the fact he can scramble. You'd want to keep him in the pocket. You would want to collapse the pocket. Is how you would want to create pressure. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if what changes they would have made. I would have to you got done go back by, and watch. But you got the, done by backup quarterback. Yeah, you did. Although he's was the second best quarterback in the stadium today, and now he's going to be. Uh, and the third best was uh, our own Sage Rosenfeld. Yeah, that's a good good point there. Did Tony, Matthew ever play quarterback? No. no. Tony was a little up his game, I thought, today. But it's not because he, he was, was unprepared away. because of golf. Yeah. Big mistake dropping Sloter, says Eric Rivanti. Okay, we're done here. 
that's where I kind of wanted to close on. Kyle Slaughter is a fine young man. Just ask his dad. What to else? The point. That it? That's all. That's Vikings vent line, Judd. Do we got more left, Declan? I mean, we got a lot of people watching the stream and a lot of people hanging out, but uh, nothing really too pressing here. What's our viewership at? We are at 200 viewers on our Periscope feed and uh-huh. on Facebook. We'd like to thank you all for we tuning thank in. And on Facebook, we have 127 viewers. So and we, we've been we have going multiple for... viewers on here, so yeah, we really appreciate it. And we've been going for how long now? We've been for almost an hour. We've been at uh, 15, you know, 59 minutes, 45 seconds. Let's get, let's get it to uh, an, an hour before we say goodbye. Okay. Yeah, so 10. And let's give our – no, no, no. It's not, don't, don't be trying to cheat. Running out the clock. Running out the no, clock. I no. am trying to make sure I'm trying to – this is the, the producer in me. I'm trying to get you out on time. I think it's final – I think it's time for uh, final thoughts, and here's mine. Final thoughts. There's a very good chance I think the Vikings go to MetLife Stadium next week and they beat the Giants, and I would guard against anybody saying everything is fine now. Because we saw again today and we saw in Green Bay that everything is not fine. Yeah, We have saw that this team is filled with flaws. And when they play good teams, those flaws are exposed. And and it's ridiculous to say, but when you basically say the Vikings gave up 16 points and they can't, can't afford to do that, nope. and they can't afford to do that, um, that there's a problem there. This team had two possessions. This team had the ball twice in, in the entire first half. As we were talking about before, you're down 10 nothing. You have every opportunity to come back. And third quarter, show them something. Win, win the game. Score, four, score twice. Score two yeah. touchdowns. You can't do that, and you just get absolutely. You get embarrassed, not because you know showed, but be, just because that's you. That's your team right now. Yeah. And if I'm a Vikings fan, I am absolutely. I, I'm. I want to puke about this game, and I'm livid about this game. Uh, if you want to call tomorrow. 10 a.m. Vikings vent line. Myself, Judd, will be on 1500 a.m. 651-646-8255. We can get to your calls then. Apologies that we couldn't today. Uh, we had a Minnesota United game on the airwaves. I know, Judd, both you and I wish that we could have gotten to calls, but unfortunately, but Declan just wasn't the card. Declan did a terrific job producing today, though. Credit so that's to you. 10 a.m. tomorrow? 10 a.m. tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. cluster from the same place you're watching this right now. We'll be live again to rehash some of this if you want to join in please feel free and then 10 a.m tomorrow the phone lines will be open at 1001 651-646-8255 we will come to you from the tcl broadcast studios i would expect you people still be fired up to still be hot to still be very upset hopefully you're sobering up by then if you're drinking now but if you're drinking now just don't drive but you've got my permission to drink a lot because that disgusting performance deserves a lot of beer yeah i would wholeheartedly agree